0: hey guys drew here welcome to the stouting off podcast before we get rolling remember as always to like subscribe and share with your friends with your family with your loved ones etc let's get right into this episode hi and welcome to episode number 42 of the stouting off podcast where we spout off commentary about everyday things Hello, hello, come one, come all, and welcome to the Stouting Off podcast, where I have my newly rigged up MIDI controller, where I can give sounds like this. Oh, wrong one. That one. The cheering sound. Isn't that nice? I'm going to set it down for now. And now, what I want to do next is welcome, firstly, my producer, Jordan, who's joining me live, remotely, as always, Jordan. What's up, man? I heard you fell asleep in a pool today. Is that right? I sure did. How how was the nap and how long was it? What was the duration?
1: It was about 25 minutes and it was too short. Yeah? Yeah.
0: Could you ever have a waterbed? Would you ever be able to sleep on a waterbed? Don't know. I don't know. Maybe if you're a good boy this year, Santa will bring you a waterbed for Christmas.
1: (laughs) It seems so complicated.
0: (laughs) It does and it seems like a lot of maintenance. I also want to join a very close friend of this podcast, both Jordan and I personally as well, um, a guest who has been with us before, and he's with us again, and he'll be with us once once or twice more after this, I have to imagine. He goes by the name of Will Woodington, and Will, I would like to welcome you to the podcast.
2: Thank you very much, Drew and Jordan. Jordan, how are you doing today? You said pretty good? I'm decent. He's decent, he's still okay. good. I'm just tracking. I, I keep a log of everything. About how
0: everybody's doing. It's it's also,
2: (laughs) I also imagine Jordan going through a REM cycle in water, which just, I mean, that annoys me. Yes. That really bothers bothers me. me. Well, that
0: bothers me too, because Jordan is, you know, Jordan and I are very similar in a lot of ways, but we're also very different in a lot of ways. And one of the ways that we're different is that he can sleep anywhere in any position, any time of day for any amount of time. He's gifted
2: at sleep and I'm not. (laughs) Isn't that right, Jordan?
1: Yeah, that's true. He went to was, the
2: the famous Sleep Academy for college, I believe, he which did. He, he got he a got, degree. He, I
1: he did got graduate ser- from from sleep.com. Right. Sleep.com. Sleep. It's like
2: it was like Phoenix. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <The> <laughs> University of Phoenix.
0: <laughs> it's accredited though somehow and it it's you can actually get a real degree from there, sleep.com <laughs> Academy. Um Yeah. Welcome again, Will. You guys are both coming to us. Jordan's laughing. You guys are both coming to us from Jordan's home studio, which is nice. You do have a guest in the studio as well. Um, Joe Gessler. Welcome. It was your birthday recently. And I'm not even sure if he can hear me, to be quite honest, but he looks happy. He looks bald.
2: (laughs) He's he's rather bald today, I would say, Um, more so than than other days. Yes.
0: But yeah, Yeah, Joseph is here. Special guy. Welcome, Joe. And um, yeah, let's just jump right in. Let's jump right in. How has the um, how has the week and weekend been? Will, anything eventful happen?
2: Uh, anything of note that you want to tell me about? Week and weekend. Uh, just, you know, outside of work and everything like that, um, I was telling you about this, but something insane happened last night uh, on the road uh, to do with an automobile that I experienced. <laughs> okay, okay. okay I am listening. <clears throat> So where I live in Plymouth, Michigan, it's a very small town. I think it's two square miles is how big this place is. And it's very quaint and a lot of old buildings and the entire city limits. It's 25 miles per hour on these streets, right? So I'm coming home. It's like 1230 at night, driving down Main Street, and I'm about to get to these railroad tracks because Plymouth is surrounded by railroad tracks. So I'm coming up to these these tracks and all of a sudden in my rearview mirror, I see these headlights fast approaching my my car, and again, it's 25 miles per hour, so I'm like... Were you going the speed limit? Were you going I 25? Do, I was doing maybe 26. Maybe. Cruise control set at 26? Yep, I had cruise control set. I want to <laughs> make sure I'm not getting a ticket, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, sure. But cruise control on a 26. I see these headlights flying past me. I think it's maybe a cop. Uh, but to no avail, this car all of a sudden gets into the oncoming traffic lane on my left side it's and funny. passes me doing, and I'm not joking... 80 miles per hour. There's no. That's what it was. I There's clocked no... it. I clocked it with the radar. <laughs> he clocked it. I have an app on my phone. It's a radar
1: app. He just,
2: take... it... It just holds up the phone and it just clocks anybody. It's an
1: anybody. app. He was like the Waze ghost, like <laughs> yeah. flying by him. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, my. So I clocked this guy doing 80. He blazes past me. Exhaust just loud as can be. Mm-hmm. He gets back into the lane in front of me, doesn't slow down for the railroad tracks, continues to do 80 miles an hour over the tracks. And that area of the railroad tracks is not like, oh, it's just a little slight bump. No, it's like an incline, like a hill, (laughs) like a little ramp. This guy does 80 over the railroad tracks, catches at least 10 feet of air (laughs) and slams down back onto the pavement. And there's a group of kids on my left who are like screaming and cheering (laughs) And I, sw- I swear to you, I swear to you that I thought I had interrupted a, mov- a movie that was occurring. A filming was occurring for Fast 10 in Plymouth, and I, st- I accidentally drove into the set. That's what I thought had happened. There were some
0: fans nearby. There were fans were there. nearby, oh, here gawkers. Comes, here's the here's the jump. They've been planning this all day. Yes. We're finally, they're doing the jump. Right. A 10-foot. Those kids were the extras. And I interrupted the movie. And it was Vin Diesel's stunt double driving.
1: <laughs>
0: Joe. Joseph. <laughs> it, was yeah. Joe. it was Joseph. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Oh. So but that... ultimately and then they and then from what I remember when you told me the story last night, and it was late, so you know, I was I was conked almost, but mm-hmm. I remember you mentioning that he as after he landed, ten feet again, to recap, caught ten feet of air. Mm-hmm. Landed, sparks, bottomed out, and then he he
2: cut cut it down to twenty-five and then he just kind cut of it, poked through town. Is that right? right? So he went right back to his day as normal after that stunt, literal stunt.
1: <laughs>
2: and I caught up to him. <laughs> and I'm I'm behind him, and he's just he does twenty-five up until he gets to, you know, Arbor Trail or you know, whatever street it was. Yeah, passes downtown through a, downtown, right? Yep. So he's going through the heart of downtown. This guy Again, what I saw jarred me. Just just seeing it happen. You were shook. You would figure the driver would be just as like hyped up, or he would have sped out of town after doing that stunt, which was right <laughs> by the police station, by the way. Yeah, true. And I pull up behind him. He's got his arm across the back of his passenger seat, relaxed as could be, after doing 80 <laughs> in a 25 and, and <laughs> d- getting 10 feet of air over railroad tracks. Just relaxed and cool as could be.
1: I'm
0: picturing him do it like that while he's going over the <laughs>
2: train, dude. I you, you said uh-huh. I had cruise control on. He didn't shut his off after he got off the freeway. I think is what <laughs> happened. He just kept going. It was insane. Oh. So that was you that know, was... Will. It's
0: cool that you got a. Um, uh, behind-the-scenes peak at Fast 10, I've never actually seen any of the Fast and Furious movies in the whole franchise. I've Not, never even seen the first one. Really?
2: I would have yeah. figured at least the first one or two. You would assume that because I'm such a huge car guy you're and a you're huge a, movie guy? You're a, uh, you're a grease monkey, man. You're a, yeah, a wrench love, guy. You love big, wrenching.
0: Big love to wrench on motor parts and stuff, dude. But surprisingly, that's the only... Vehicle auto sports movie I've never seen.
2: If you can believe that, yeah, you've seen all the rest. I know that, I have. but I have. Uh, <laughs> the I have. the fast movies are are good. But I'm right there with you. I almost have seen none of them. I've seen I think two or three of them, and I don't remember the last time I watched one of them. So it's been a while. I think I've Will, seen the first one. Have you, George?
0: Yeah, I think I've seen the first one. That was with is it that was with um um Paul Walker. That R&D. was with Vin Diesel, right? Yeah. Vin Diesel. (laughs) I remember a conspiracy theory that Vin Diesel... You remember he, in like 2000 to 2004, was in like several big movies, like blockbuster movies. I feel like he was in several... And he he just came out of nowhere. And there was a conspiracy that he was the Antichrist. Because if you rearrange the letters in Vin Diesel, you can spell... Devil.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Without the N.
2: Without the. Yeah. <laughs> yes. If you take the N out of Vin Diesel, you can spell devil.
1: You can spell devil. Somehow. Ins- so devils.
2: Can- devil. <laughs> Let's see. I'm not good at looking, at
0: thinking of what words look like if I can't see them in front of me, but I think there are a few extra letters there, right? And yeah. So yeah. Vin
1: out of devil would be V and I. No N. Diesel would be D. Yeah, you've
0: got an extra S, I, and N, right?
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. This. What? It's what? On, it, on how, it, how did? How did they get devil out of it? Anyway.
0: I mean, it was just one of those things you hear. You're like in middle school, and you hear the moms talking, and well, you know, some people think he's the Antichrist. <laughs> <laughs> and he was in a devil, movie he's called called a, Triple X. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got a tribal yeah. tattoo on his arm. <laughs> uh oh. At the peak of. Tribal tattoo popularity. Oh, he yeah. He was
2: the guy, dude. He started it, maybe.
0: Him and um <laughs> Goldberg, the wrestler who had wow. Red Wire. Yeah. Goldberg, man. He was dude, one of my favorites. Well, I thought of you earlier this week, man. I, because we have talked about this before, and it actually happened to me again. We both in our own, like in our own, we both have our own sleeping rituals, right? Like I know mm-hmm. that when we've traveled together, we ha- we both bring our own white noise machine. Mm-hmm. And we both do our own thing and stuff. And I, re- I remember you saying, dude, has your power ever gone out in the middle of the night and mm-hmm. your white noise machine stops? And I was like, yes, yes. It The silence is loud. It <laughs> wakes me up when it turns off. The dude. silence
2: is deafening.
0: It is. And that <laughs> happened to me earlier this week at about four in the morning. I was like. Uh, yeah, I was sleeping, of course, and then mm-hmm. when the my power cut out and the white noise machine turns off, and it's not like it booms or anything; it doesn't snap or anything else. It's just suddenly not on anymore. Right, and I snapped awake. I snapped again, like "Don't wake Daddy, George." I just popped out of bed. <laughs> what happened? And um, I remembered that that was a shared experience
2: that you've had in your in your sleeping career as well. Yes, yes, that happened at a low point in my career. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> a low I, know. Point. I know what that means. um <laughs> But, dude, I'm so used to sleeping with a white noise machine. Let's also preface it with the fact that when we do vacation together and we do bring white noise machines, we're talking about us sleeping in the same room. Yeah. yeah two yeah. separate beds, two white noise machines going. Yep. We and do two of the, everything. It's the most beautiful symphony you could ever imagine.
0: I swear, I don't know what it is about your white noise machine, but it plays with mine. And there's this principle in physics when sound waves from different sources overlap. It's called constructive interference. Mm-hmm. And, dude, there is this beautiful interaction between the sound waves from both of our sound machines, dude. Our, our our white noise machines are cut from the same cloth.
1: They are. They are, dude. Can I give you my perspective? Yeah, let's hear it. So we had the pleasure of rooming uh, together, all three of us, uh, during a golf tournament. A few months ago, true. The inside of our hotel room sounded like an Airbus three hundred and thirty. <laughs> it was it's so
0: nice, dude. Beautiful. It
1: was. I mean, I was literally in front of the engine of the yep. plane. <laughs> that see, we've
0: we've gone on trips like with with other friends who like Johnny, like you people who are gifted sleepers and they're always like, how can you sleep like that? And I'm like, how can you <laughs> sleep without this dude? This, yeah. is, this is like
1: meditation. Yeah. I like it when I'm sleeping with other people who need it. Cause I don't need it. But yeah. if I'm sleeping with other people who need it, I like it because if I'm tossing and turning or if I like roll over or if someone makes a noise with their mm-hmm. lips, like, yep. you, you know, without them knowing about it or whatever. Yep, it's masked. it's drowned out. Yeah, it's yep. drowned
2: out. That's the key. That's yep. the key. It, um, go ahead, Will. It really helps me because a train passes through my living room at uh, about <laughs> 18 times per day. So
0: yes, he lives. He all, will also lives backed up to uh, to train tracks, guys. So if you've been listening to the, this podcast for any amount of time, you've heard me talk about the train tracks that are right behind my house. Will also lives backed up to train tracks in Michigan and, but he lives right by two in between two crossings pretty much. Mm -hmm. So when that when that train is coming through and it's telling people to get off the tracks and here we come, we're coming across the crossings. It is like, I mean, it's, it's literally like 200 feet or, or less from your,
2: your window. I can step out my door and hop right into the train. (laughs) It's not an issue, and
0: you've done that before. Yeah,
2: I have to get somewhere quick. Yeah, when gas prices were too high, right? You started taking train around. I'm an economical guy.
0: Yeah, I I... (laughs) taking train around. (laughs) (laughs) Funny story. You guys probably know this, but um, our friend Tim, back in like 2000, uh, maybe eight or ten. So at the time, we were probably eight. We were probably. 20 or so, 20, 22, somewhere in there. And Tim went through like a a train hopping phase. Tim Brady. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Of course. And one time he jumped on a train that was crossing right by actually where your apartment is, Will, before we knew you. And he jumped on the train when it was going very slow. And then it like picked up speed. And it ultimately, like it's too fast to where he couldn't jump off. It started going like 50. And so he couldn't get off the train, dude. And it took him to Grand Rapids, which is two hours and 20 minutes away.
1: Dude, how was he holding on? Like, where was he in the train? Uh,
0: no, he was like on the side, like on a ladder or something, like hugging he, a ladder. He I'm did that
2: sure. all the way to Grand Rapids? Yes. He did that all the way to Grand Rap. That's the funniest thing I've ever heard, dude.
0: He did it all and the way so to perfect. Grand
2: Rapids. Dude. <laughs> it's so perfect for Brady. Hugging the ladder, through, dude.
0: He went through a train hopping phase. It wasn't just a, a one-time thing. <laughs> it was a phase, man. <laughs> he would try to get other people going on it. Dude. He'd be like, no. <laughs> we got into all kinds of shenanigans with him. With him
2: leading the charge. The shenanigans charge. Just one of those guys where you know the, the night's not going to be boring.
1: Man, is it, isn't that the way that the guy in Dennis the Menace got around?
2: Hopping trains <laughs> like a hobo, Christopher Lloyd.
0: Well, he was a hobo. Yeah, yeah. He got he jumped off the train into Dennis's mm-hmm. town. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right.
2: <laughs> that's Brady, Brady is Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh Apple, dude. Um, I wrote down. I wrote down one topic that I was thinking of earlier this week because I, I got into a discussion with this over dinner with some friends the other day, and it, it actually yielded some some nice conversation. I'm curious to know, um, for both of you, but I'll start with Will. What was your first job? What was your first real job? Echo Hardware. Echo Hardware. Yeah, that's
2: when, when you, I was I was 15 were you over
0: a particular department or were you just all purpose or what? I was
2: a CFO for ACO from the age of 15 to 21. um no I uh no I was just like a stock a stock guy I would work the cash re- cash register uh one of the more brutal parts of the job was restacking pallets of topsoil so 40, 40 pounds bags that are all in disarray from customers you know shoveling it all around sure so restacking those in the heat uh in an eco polo and black pants uh i would smell like fertiliz- fertilizer uh every moment of my Fertiliza life fertilizer rice fertilizer rice yeah that's right my she's great the aunt. cfo yeah. yeah she's the cfo I got my story wrong <laughs> we love her yeah <laughs> uh <my> <laughs> fertilizer rice that's really dumb um Yeah, it wasn't too much of an enjoyable job, just uh (laughs) something to do when I was 15, 16.
0: (laughs) I got my story wrong, is so stupid.
2: (laughs) I wasn't the CFO, (laughs) a Rice was the CFO.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh that is so stupid. Oh Jordan. (laughs) What was, your, what was your first job?
1: Um, <laughs> I uh, kind of always worked with my dad, um, but that doesn't really count. You said real job. So the first one where I was actually employed and got a W-2 was a place called ER1, which was conveniently located across the street-ish from my high school. Oh, and right. so 15 years old, my mom worked there, and I had... Like I needed something to do after school, mm-hmm. but she couldn't pick me up. So she's like, oh, my son knows how to do computers and stuff like that. Like maybe we should look into hiring him. And so I started doing data entry for oh, cool. for that company and got a lot of like typing chops actually from that company as well. Really? But hmm. yeah, I would like basically like code medical records from a sheet And then, like, enter it into a different sheet and do all these different things. Yeah, fair. The weirdest part about that, actually, fun fact, was that sometimes I would get sheets for people that I knew.
0: Ooh, yeah. Mm. And HIPA is going to require you not to say a dang word. I'm not going to. But the hippo, the
2: master hippo,
1: yeah,
0: which is the the law of the land. Yep. Um. What about yours? My my first job was at a, a a store that sold drinking water. Did either of you know about this, Jordan? Did you know about the water store? No. I know you, I haven't told you about this, right, Will? What water store are yeah, you referencing? Dude, I worked
2: for a frigging water store.
1: <laughs> Kroger. <laughs> yeah. Just... I had
2: friends that worked for an ice vendor, by the way, real quick. Go ice ahead. vendor? Yeah. People that make ice. That's crazy. But go ahead. <laughs> Man, there's a spot for, oh,
0: did you see the light shift just now? Yeah. Dude, for no reason at all, <laughs> the light box just like fell a degree or two. It's all right. That's crazy. Water. Water store. So um, I forgot what it was called, but it was in a strip mall in a town around you guys called Northville. And this guy, his name was Arlen, and he sold drinking water that was alkalized. So um, it was had a pH over seven. Water neutral, um, pH zero. Nope, pH seven is neutral water. Anything below seven is considered acidic. Anything above seven to 14 is considered basic or alkaline. And he would sell this water with these claims that it could cure cancer with a voice crack. It could cure cancer. Could <laughs> It <adult> pu- <laughs> <laughs> could cure adult puberty like I'm going through. It could go, it could cure... <laughs> heart disease all these things.
2: It's the fine print though. It could cure cancer with a voice crack. <laughs> Only if your voice cracks will. There's an
0: it. asterisk there.
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: Only if your voice cracks after. So anyway, it could so he's making these insane claims and I remember when he was telling me about the science and I'm if you're just listening to this listener, I'm doing the bunny ears quotations because what he was saying was not science and I know that now but I didn't know that at the age of 15 or 16 because I didn't pay attention to biology, but he would be like, okay, so this is is the cell. He would draw it on the thing. And all cells in your body are negatively charged. False. I know that now. And he said, only (laughs) water with a positive charge can enter into your cell. False. Claim number two. (laughs) And you need to buy alkalized water, which is positively charged mostly false like water is not Hmm. positive or negatively charged it's it's neutral it's a neutral charge and has nothing to do with the ph of it but anyway he would have me fill these jugs with alkalized water that went through this machine which apparently made it more i don't know higher ph and then i would and then we would sell these gallon jugs to people and that, yeah, so that's what I did for about a year. And I was like, this is weird. And then I left there to go to Best Buy. But interesting story. The guy actually died from heart issues about two years after I left the company.
2: Wow. The water, the water failed him. It did. It the science didn't failed him. come through. And you hate to hear that. So you, you were bottling up snake
0: oil for... I a year. was. Dude, I was. Or whatever. And also... He would tell me sometimes fill up three quarters of it with alkalized water and then fill the rest with tap. He's like, it's a little diluted, but it's no different. I'm like,
2: dude, <laughs> you
0: are a snake oil salesman. Yes. So how did you sell it? I didn't. I wasn't a salesperson. I just worked in the retail store. It was just me and him. Okay. So, so would, it was a, it sell. was like
1: a brick and mortar. People would come in and buy it.
0: Yeah, he had a storefront. He was advertised on a couple of radio stations. And people would come in, and this was around 2004, so people would come in and just buy the jugs. And so if there were no customers, I'd just be filling. If there were customers, I'd do the register. Nice. Yeah. But then (laughs) I I grew up and I was like, sorry, you were actually lying. You didn't know you were lying? I I think the guy was, he was an honest guy with the exception of telling me to only partially fill the things. Um, He was an honest guy, but he was just wrong.
2: Yeah. Just ig- he was just ignorant. He was trying to steal that snake oil, man, any way he could. He was just ignorant, which did, ig- ignorance is bliss in a lot of ways, you know. Truthfully. Um, did either of you guys ever work in the in the restaurant industry or no, at any point in time? No. It's a negative no. for me. No. restaurant experience. No. Did you? Oh, you worked Yeah, you worked at the <clears throat> pizzeria for a year. Yep. I was at Buddy's what? Pizza. Uh, Were you a uh server? I was a busser. That's disgusting. I know. It was disgusting. Um, Yeah, I just uh, it was close to home and I worked with pretty much my entire graduating class um, (laughs) there. So it was (laughs) it was just your diploma came with guaranteed employment at Buddy's Pizza. (laughs) Entry entry level job right out of high school or while you're in high school still. Um, Yeah, that was it was not super fun because yes you're cleaning up dirty napkins and food and you're you're dealing with you're basically the garbage disposal of <laughs> yeah, the restaurant dude that's what a bus boy is that's so gross you are the garbage disposal <laughs> and uh yeah it so was, true it was crazy i um i remember i fell a couple times during like peak hours like peak dinner rush hours <clears throat> one time i was on the stairs and my friend derek dropped a whole he dropped like this dish tray that was filled with water on the steps and a bunch of water and like forks and stuff and i'm coming down with a huge tray and i it was like home alone dude i step on the forks and the water and stuff and it's the restaurant is packed there's people waiting by the door everyone can see what just happened i like slid on the forks on the stairs on the water dropped my entire tray that i was carrying And the the restaurant just went dead silent because it was the loudest thing ever. But then I also I trumped myself with that. And I was carrying a stack of plates like I was in the Barnum and Bailey Circus. (laughs) That was five feet high that I shouldn't have been carrying in the first place. And I walk over to where the the plates are supposed to go and somehow trip from the carpet to the tile and all of the plates come out of my hand. And that was like an F-16 had just crashed. In front of me. That's how loud it was. Like uh, and I was already upset because it was really busy and I was sweating and tired and all this stuff. Drop all the plates. What do you hear from the corner of the restaurant? Opa. Hate it. Ooh, I hate got an it. Opa, dude. If you hate it. Yeah. I wanted to find that guy and give him a piece of my mind and a and a breadstick. <laughs> <laughs> I want to tell and you what stick.
1: you did wrong but here you go.
2: (laughs) Bless those who curse you. (laughs) I got some words for you, but would you like a refill on your breadsticks first?
0: (laughs) Jordan and Will, I want to go into a segment we haven't done in quite a while called What's Drew Been Watching? But I hit the wrong cue. I hit don't do that. So what's Drew been watching? Wrong one again. Guys, I want to go into the next segment called "What's Drew been watching. What's been watching." You guys can see I'm now that I'm without a producer in the studio. Jordan used to do all that right from the keyboard, and I, um, I'm
2: still, I'm still learning the ropes. I, to be honest with you, though, I love that thing being on your lap while you're recording this. It's just, <laughs> it's awesome, right? Yeah, it's wonderful. <laughs> it looks great. I thought yeah, you there were are a I thought, commands on here. I thought you were going to play like the accordion in the middle of this podcast for a second or something. <laughs> actually, I want to stop you right there. I have a
0: recital coming up <laughs> that I wanted to. A recital coming up. <laughs> on a tiny little keyboard with 20 keys. I, I lately, though, I have actually been watching Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. Have you guys watched that show? Yes. All the way through. Yo. I can't. In good conscience, like recommend, hey, everybody should watch this because it is, it's kind of dark, but I'll be honest, man. It is like you get to the episode or the end of one episode and then you just, you have to keep going to the next one. Have to. Um, Here's, so if you are one of the 10 people in America who hasn't watched the show, because I really do think I'm the last person to see it, but just in case you're one of those 10 or less people left in the country who haven't seen it, it's about a guy who gets a uh, rather uh, gloomy, gloom and doom cancer diagnosis, and he's a chemist and a chemistry teacher, and he decides to go into cooking meth in order to. Uh, I'm, I'm speaking correctly, right? This is accurate so far. Yes. Right guys? Yep. Well, I'm reading it off of Wikipedia. That's why. <laughs> and so <laughs> I have the teleprompter behind the camera. He's a science teacher. He's a science teacher. Um but he's like got a really solid chemistry background and he knows his way around a lab and he decides to start cooking meth to a cover the costs of the cancer treatment and b in the event that he does pass away. His family has some money to, you know, to live off of and, you know, he can support them in that way. So it starts out with the show with you really rooting for this guy and he's, he's really, he's, yeah, he's like the he's the protagonist. Like you are rooting for him. Even though he's doing something illegal, he's doing it for the right reasons. But I tell you guys, I'm on season I think either four or five now, and as the show goes on, this guy's actually got a dark side to him. Like he's actually he's like a pretty prideful, pretty greedy, a bit narcissistic narcissistic, a bit like kind of yeah. like sociopathic. We'll do whatever it takes in order to get what he wants, which oh, is yeah. just like more and money and whatever. It's wild though. Yeah, he kind
1: of steps into that role. Like he eases his way into it, you know? Yeah, like, it's it's cool. It, how. It's, and so it, you're rooting for him, but then <clears throat> like, yeah, he just goes full bore like, this is who I am now. He goes nuts. Yeah, he goes nuts.
0: Yeah. And it's so gradual. That's what I think is cool about that character mm-hmm. in that show, the way it's written, is like it's very gradual because again, you start rooting for him and then... He starts to make these choices where once per episode, you're like, huh? That was, I don't know. That was kind of, I don't know if I agree with that. And Mm. then those, that, those little compromises just become more
2: frequent and more severe. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it takes off. Yeah. It takes off. He, he just like, it's like, it's like that side of him was always inside of him, but it was just waiting to be unlocked kind of deal. You know, sounded I mean? Shakespearean how you said that that side of him or rapper that side of him was always inside of him, and I Walter White inside, <laughs> and, of and him that Breaking Bad was in, inside always of inside, inside of him. He was always waiting <laughs> to break bad.
1: Breaking Bad is the new Hamilton musical.
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> and there are actually a couple offshoot shows of Breaking Bad, aren't there? Better Call Saul, and then yep. there's like another one too. I think they actually made it like a movie, not Breaking Bad movie, but
2: like a movie based on the show or the characters or something. Yes, yes. Uh, Better Call Saul is awesome too. So once you get done with Breaking Bad, you gotta you gotta. Well, watch I that.
0: love Bob Odenkirk. That's yeah. his name, right? I yep. love that guy, Robert Odenkirk. You can't you can't give me
2: Bob, huh? You got to go full name. Yeah, I'll go full name on you.
0: All right, all right, full, full all right.
2: Birth name, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, do you have a
0: pour there? I do. All right, let's talk about that after I wrap. What's Drew been watching? Sounds good.
2: <laughs> I just did a yay. Um. All right, so what do you got there, Will? I have um, Backbone Bourbon. It's called Decade Down. It's uncut, so it's 110 proof. It's five years, two months old. And it's uh, it's MGP source from Indiana. Nice. Yeah, it's really nice. I tried this uh, and so did Jordan at the Uh, Detroit Whiskey Fest. And um, after I tried it, it it was ranked like one of six cast strength bourbons to try right now by Whiskey Advocate. Sir? Wow. Um, Okay. So I tried it when I was there because I had heard the hype and I'm like, yeah, I got to get a bottle. So. Respect. Got one. Is that the
0: one my brother got me in Michigan and left with... Okay, it's not that. He got you the 15-year. Is it from Backbone? Yes. Well, let's go then. What's the proof on that one? Mm, That I don't know. It's in the pudding. It is in the pudding, so you have to find out in the pudding. (laughs) You got to make the pudding. You got to find out. I'll have to find out what the pudding said. Um, Will, you weren't able to join the happy hour over Zoom with Jordan and I yesterday. But we were on there with Jordan's brother-in-law Josh, and um, also our friend Christian. I set the keyboard down. I needed a little table right here. That'll be my next keyboard thing. table. Keyboard table on Amazon. It's it's a it's a classic category of product. <laughs> keyboard table, not keyboard stand or anything else it's a keyboard table
2: <laughs> they have rows and rows of them at ikea <laughs> or on amazon you can find tons of keyboard tables to meet your needs we were on a zoom call yesterday talking about keyboard
0: tables we were talking about no we were talking with christian and he was saying that one of his friends dads right jord it was a friend's dad collect, he's like you ever you guys know anybody who collects weird stuff We're like, yeah, I mean, some people like their little knickknacks and their tchotchkes and just little things. Mm -hmm. He's like, yeah, but my friend's dad buys boots online that have mud from other states on them. Yeah, dude. We're like, this was Andy Broda saying this. Oh, it was Broda. That's right. It was Andy Broda. (laughs) He's like, (laughs) what? He's like, yeah, I was talking with my friend and uh, his dad just bought a pair of boots with Iowa mud on them. What? And, and he has several pair of boots with mud from different states on them why Broda was Broto was saying his buddy was like hey dad i'm gonna borrow these these boots real quick to go he's like no 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 <laughs> those have iowa mud
2: arkansas
1: on boots
0: <laughs> you crazy <laughs> yeah dude
1: that's it man it's so weird dude it's size so, 11 wh- mint condition why iowa mud
2: why? I don't understand that. You know what that makes me think of is when's I don't know the last time you guys watched Saving Private Ryan. It's been a while. But one of one of like the leading guys in the pack, every every new country or beach that they go to, he takes a sample of the dirt from that. So like when they stormed Normandy, he took a sample of the sand from the beach there. And it's sure. like, okay, I get that memento cuz like you're right. tra- you're traveling to other countries and like you fought there and all that. But to collect, first of all, boots, (laughs) boots that have mud on them from other states, which you could easily travel to easily and put a couple states away. You can put mud on them yourself. You can put mud on your own boots. It's it's that's so bizarre on so many levels to me. That's such a weird thing to collect. I like you try when people when you find out people collect something you try and wrap your mind around it cuz a lot of times when people do collect stuff it can be hard to understand why they collect something like for me like if somebody collects shoes that they don't wear that's weird to me right yeah, but sure. i own over 200 bottles of whiskey and that's insane to most yeah. people right yeah yeah but like i can explain to you why i have that much right how do you justify buying boots with mud on them it reminds me
0: of Like Hoarders and um, Mm. My Strange Addiction and some of those shows where people are just obsessed and compulsive about collecting and saving weird stuff. Yes. Like, for example, buckets of their own feces. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to use that one day. (laughs) Don't get rid of that. Just in case we ever get a farm. We need fertilizer. We won't get
2: cattle. <laughs> we won't get cattle poop. They will find That's so disgusting. Any way to justify it. Hoarders is a, an insane show. It gives me it a lot is. of anxiety, but it also makes me feel a little bit better about myself at the same time. Well, your your bourbon collection is not hoarding by any stretch. It's a hobby. It's a passion. Oh, right, right. Yeah. And, and I'm if, not climbing over a mountain of it to get into my apartment <laughs> to go to bed.
1: Yeah. <laughs> You're <laughs> not sleeping. sleeping on it. Yeah, right. You're not right. sleeping
2: on a bed of clink, clink, clanking. <laughs> <laughs> I cover up with a bottle blanket somehow. I've weaved <laughs> bottles together. Good night.
1: <laughs> have you guys ever, like, um, have you guys ever been, like, thought that you needed to buy something and then, it, it like, you just obsess over it until you actually buy it?
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, like, yeah, all the time.
1: I mean, this could be a new, like, for me, this could be a new... um you know, like a, a dish brush to like wash dishes mm. or it could be a new vacuum brush. And yeah. Jordan, are these a lot of brushes. All sorts of brushes. A brush of a every hair kind. brush, a wet Paint brush. brush. This
2: <laughs> guy collects brushes. Not afraid to admit <laughs> it. That's <laughs> his strange addiction. I know what
0: you're saying though, Jordan. I have a test about that. I have a test now where if I am like interested in something, whether it be a pair of shoes or like a clothing item or a brush or anything I I'll I'll try to put it off for 5 or 7 days and if I still really really want it after that time then I'll I'll usually pull the trigger on it if it's you know if it's not a, a like you know, total waste of money or something like yeah, that it's pretty but usually idea. I try it's not to idea. impulse buy yeah that's a good idea but I I do impulse buy sometimes admittedly I mean everybody does but
2: now I have a question for you guys. When you need stuff around the house, like you're like, for instance, Jordan, if you're like, I need a new, uh, the next brush of the day that catches your eye.
0: You're like, (laughs) I
2: got to have that one now. Um, That's my brush. Are you writing it down somewhere to keep track of like what you need? Like household items, household goods. Are you making lists? Are you making grocery lists for what you need to get?
1: If it's under $50, it's at my house the next day.
2: Oh, you're just, you're ordering it right online probably.
1: Yeah. If I think about like, Oh, I need to get a. Oh, well, let a me hear the next brush, dude. Stainless, what brush or a grill brush? Like yeah. for the, for example, the other day I was like, oh, I need a new microfiber towel. To 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 like detail my car.
0: You finish the phrase, brush microtype <laughs> microfiber <laughs> towel <laughs> brush. That's hard to say, microfiber towel brush. So, <laughs> so I
1: I I needed this. I found a pack of ten it was 2499 it was at my house between 4 and 9 a.m. the next day the thing that i'm kind of referring to is like a new lens for my camera brush and <laughs> <laughs> a lens brush um something that it, it exceeds the go ahead and buy it between like monica and i you know sure sure so something that just requires a little bit more budget and mm-hmm. and uh That's the stuff that I will just look at and obsess over and just keep looking at and trying to find the best deal, never finding it, and ultimately never pulling the trigger.
2: Mm. Yeah, I would say with any kind of big purchases, I will do that, too. I'll just, like, obsess over it, look at videos, think about it a thousand times, put it in my cart, remove it from my cart, you know, all that. I just play around with it like a a cat playing with a ball. (laughs) I'm never going to actually
0: do anything with it. Yeah play around
2: just a jingling ball that's all it is to me that's fair
0: yeah like i said my test is if i'm still thinking about it a week or so after then i'll usually do it unless it's something like that's expensive then i'm gonna probably
2: justify it in other ways other than i'm still thinking about it
1: that's a good rule of thumb
2: see the thing is is that i will i will easily pull the trigger on a 150 fifty dollar bottle of whiskey that i really want but I will obsess over and mull over buying something that will actually maybe be more useful to me for weeks. <laughs> sure. For the same price. Like a vacuum. Yeah. Like I could I could I could have bought a bunch of vacuums now. Like a proper vacuum. <laughs> and I still have not But I bought
0: you, you you do you have a vacuum?
2: I have a tiny dirt devil guy. Oh, that's
0: yeah, he got a little like shark little shark one or oh, dirt devil whatever. It's, a tiny one that's It's basically like, small.
2: like a Fisher price like a fake vacuum <laughs> a toy vacuum it just, it just it makes just noise it. that's all it does yeah
1: dude i think you, that i i think there there's a more minority of people minority of people that actually invest good money into bed sheets mhm i feel like it's the not me you, you, what not
0: me i don't i don't invest into bed sheets i get and, amazon basics
1: that's the thing though is like the argument there is that you sleep in the sheets every single night. And so when I look at sheets, I'm like Amazon basics, what can I get for the best value? Mm -hmm. And then there are people who are like, what can I get? That's a thousand thread count. If I'm going to invest in something, it's going to be my sheets. (laughs) Yeah. Not my car. (laughs) Not my house. I like
0: my, I like my sheets feeling. I don't need them like silk. I don't need them right. silky smooth. I like it feeling kind of like a t-shirt. I like that jersey knit ch- sheet. It just feels like a like
1: a t-shirt. You yeah, know? that's same same with me.
0: That's my friggin' favorite texture on my skin. And I also we've talked about this before. I don't use the top sheet, so it's only same. the fitted sheet for me. You don't either. Well,
2: no. Respect. I've got a comforter, and then I've got my you know my my whatever you call it the mattress fitted. Yeah, the fitted sheet. That's it. Because That's how I roll, too. I basically have an inferno going on inside my body at all times. <laughs> Currently, I'm operating at a very elevated temperature. Yeah. Um, 105. Yeah. I'm running a fever, but I don't show any sign of it. Like, to the normal average <laughs> human being, they would be in, in peril. I run 105 all the time. No problem. <laughs> um, But it, but a couple of years He's ago. just built different. <laughs> yeah.
0: He's just built For different. For my
2: tax returns, I was like, you know what? What do I want to spend this on? I'm definitely not going to save it because I'm not responsible. And I'm like, what am I going to spend this on? And I'm like, I'm going to invest in sleep stuff. So I bought all new pillows, a new comforter, a duvet cover, sheets, a mattress, the sound machine. I was like, I am going to invest in sleep for sure. I don't (laughs) regret it at all. Yeah. Well, and you don't regret it still, right? No, I don't regret it at all. Yeah.
0: No. And that's exactly... If I recall correctly, that's exactly what you just said two moments ago. Yeah. And finally, <laughs> to close ago. out,
2: to, to close, I don't regret anything at all. So, if Did you, I, could, was I the, would
1: take it back, was it
2: <laughs> in summary? If I, that's one
0: of my greatest regrets in life. <laughs> no, I was taking a picture of the screen while you were explaining all that. So I wasn't fully listening. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be on me. And I'm contrite and I'm apologetic about that. I'm coming to you with my hat in my hands. Nice. But in Thanks that for having me on. Well, in that inventory of the, the shopping list
2: that you procured. Yeah. yeah. Was a sleep mask in there? No, I don't do a sleep mask. I cannot yeah. have anything on my face. Can't do it. Bro, I'm telling you once you try it, you'll never go back.
0: I've got blackout Unless, curtains. Uh, well, still with blackout curtains, a little light can get just behind the top dude <laughs> I want pitch black or else I'm gonna lay in bed like this looking around yeah not even like I'm just curious just oh there's my smoke detector it's got a little green light on it like this <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh it looks like a car you could see the car headlights like just <laughs>
2: barely peeking through the like you're in a prison like cell. <laughs> <laughs> trying to see the outside world. <laughs> oh, somebody drove by,
1: dude. I feel like if I was in a sleep mask, I would feel claustrophobic. Like, what if I needed to blink? Like, no. what if I open my eyes and my eye like gets stuck?
0: Nope because you got to get the ones where it doesn't touch your eyelashes. I have some that are like they make goggles. They make you look like, like a goggle. fly,
2: like a human, like a fly superhero. Dude, so, I got a new one. I got a new one oh, for did my you?
0: birthday, dude. It's so nice. And it applies force to like around your eye. And it's actually like really pr- like pressure relieving. Mm. I think that's even like a massage tactic or like. Can you put you that a in the refrigerator or anything like that? No, it's not one of those. But they those are a thing too. I've never tried those before. I could see be that nice being kind of cool. For a fever or something. Or just if you're like, well, just normal. Yeah. um, Just normal operating temp.
2: That'll get me down to two degrees above normal <laughs> operating temperature for a human being. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I run hot too, man. I run hot. Um, have you guys been golfing lately? I know you're both pretty golfers, pretty pretty, pretty golfers, golfers. Man, We're you guys are pretty, pretty golfers. golfers. You,
2: <laughs> um, pretty yeah. big golfers. I golfed last weekend, Eagle Crest uh, in Ypsilanti. That must be a golf course. Okay, okay, okay. Yep, Ypsilanti. Don't even oh, know where I've, this. Sorry to interrupt. I've been to their Easter brunch twice. Oh wow! Yeah, man, nice setup there. They do um, it up nice, yeah. But it's next to a body of water, and if anyone is from Michigan, you know that in Ypsilanti. where is a body of water in Ipsilani? What is the lake that runs through Ypsilanti? Because there was a lake. Huron there. River. There's Huron River. I don't know, runs even. Through this is a pretty big river. If it was a river, but well oh, there's a lake. I don't know. There was a there were pontoon boats on it and stuff. So, but nice. uh. Yeah, it was so cool. that's cool. Tell me why you mentioned the lake and then I'll begin to understand why you said it. Uh, because I had no idea that we were in Ypsilanti oh. when we were golfing. Because oh, I see. the lake was there. It you got there and sense. there's a lake and you're
0: like, surely we must be anywhere except for we must be
2: in We must be in Big Rapids on the other side of Michigan right now and I just <laughs> the drive seemed a little bit shorter or something. Jordan's looking up the lake. I love this. I yeah. see the
1: lake but I don't know the name of it. What it doesn't Ford have Lake. Ford Lake? It's going to be it's going to be Ford Lake. Okay. Yeah, I've heard of
2: that before. I had no clue that a lake was in Ypsilanti at all. So it was very confusing, but it was a really nice course. Nice, nice. Yeah, it was cool. And Jordan, have you golfed this
1: weekend yet? No.
0: No, What's I had some that?
1: family come into town and had sure, to do sure. some stuff there. and Had a podcast uh, to do. and <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'll get out at some point. Um, but uh, I played last weekend. Um with our friend Joel Hall and Zach Robbins, mm. two of actually the uh, the people that we've mentioned in the previous podcast, yeah, uh, for shouting yeah. us out. So thanks yeah. for that. Um, yeah. But uh, played with them at uh, Washtenaw Golf Club, uh, which was great. Good, good, good little track there.
0: Nice, yeah, that's cool. Nice, love to hear yeah. it. I've been to the driving
2: range once. Here I was gonna well. say you 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 yourself got some clubs recently. I did. I,
0: I acquired yeah. some clubs, man. And I'm excited to play in the tournament next uh the friend our friend group tournament, of course, um, with both of you next mm-hmm. May. I can't wait.
2: Stalked. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it's great. It's a uh, tough game. Tough it game. It is. It is. It's very tough. You just gotta stick with it. And uh even even once you get your your swing down, you still have uh very frustrating days where you throw your clubs at two hundred year old oak trees and they snap in half <laughs> and then you have to go get them reshafted for two hundred dollars. And that so. sounds like you speak from experience. This is all just hearsay. Um,
1: <laughs> Hearing somebody say that at the pro shop. Yeah,
2: That's what they told me when I bought and the I clubs. I
1: never forgot. And I never forgot. Yeah.
0: I can re- definitely relate to, to wanting to lose my mind on a golf course. Mm-hmm. I have, last time I went to um, the driving range, well, two times ago, I sold my clubs the day after. I was like, this is for the birds. Tough game. Tough game. <laughs> Um, yeah, but I would like to be good at it. And I like the, uh, the community aspect of
2: golf. I like the fellowship, mm-hmm. you know, that's the best thing. Uh, you know, like I'm still not very good at golf whatsoever. Um, I'm starting to get there in, in some ways, but mainly I just go to hang out with my buddies, you know, that's it. just go around that's and it. eat hot dogs and, uh, all that stuff. And I mean, we've Dude, got, I might get hot dogs for dinner. I saw a, a headline golf course. Yeah, I might go up to the golf course and grab
0: uh, at the turn. Chase down the, co- the cart girl. <laughs> I saw a headline
2: today that said every hot dog you eat shortens your life by 38 minutes. I'm going to be dead in five, five and a half hours then.
0: <laughs> I think. You've had just millions of hot dogs. I've
2: got about five and a half, good five and a half hours left, guys. So that this is good that we're catching up.
0: <laughs> I had two hot oh, dogs today.
2: Be... They're so good. They're so good. So good and dogs on the course there's nothing like it's just like hot dogs at a baseball game baseball game like sure. it's the only time that i really ever eat hot dogs is on the golf I feel course that. and sometimes they're good sometimes like where we were at ego crest i didn't get any i ended up getting a chicken caesar wrap which was an audible for me but wow. sounds good mike bomarito got a couple of dogs and they look like they had been resting Inside of a fireplace for uh, three years or so. Just <laughs> purely charred and the, blackened and just... Yeah. Wow. You know my
0: Shriveled. favorite kind of hot dog? My mom likes her hot dogs like that. It's weird. I Anything like burnt.
1: chili cheese dogs. Mm. Also known in Michigan called Coney. Mm-hmm. Coney. Yeah. I beautiful. love Coney's.
0: Yeah. That's a beautiful dog. It's a good... That's a pleasurable snack
1: for That's sure. what I had today. It's wonderful. Is, is the hot dog, the chili cheese, you know... Is it sauce or uh, yeah. the chili, chili. cheese chili? chili? Yeah, chili. I put some mustard on there, called an audible on that, did some cheese, dude, and I ate it with a fork.
0: Dude, I am all about to wrap up this podcast just so we can go, <laughs> so I can go get a, a chili cheese dog somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so hungry, actually.
1: Dude, dude 313 Coney in mm. Nashville. Oh, there's a place here? It's a food truck. I'll have to look it up. I think it's called 313 Coney. It's called 313 something.
2: Oh, cool. So good. Sounds expensive. Um what, Will? What you got? Conies are so just so dang good. Yeah, that's and I was gonna ask you about the mustard factor or if you like load it up with anything.
0: Sounds like a documentary.
2: It does.
1: The mustard factor.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's a documentary on Plotchman's. (laughs) That company. (laughs) Like the OG mustard company.
1: Lockman, maybe i
0: don't know it's spelled with a ch when we were kids my brother put um mustard onto doritos and then nope. baked them no and 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 then wrote to santa he wrote to meyer <laughs> he wrote to the my like the grocery store chain that he had a new chip idea and he wanted them to try it out wrote it out in detail and they were like they respectfully wrote back thanks but no thanks we're, we're working on other recipes, but thanks for your interest. And then accompanying that letter was a box
2: filled with like 10 or 12 bags of chips. Wow. Wow. Didn't uh, didn't Doritos back in the day, they may still do this, but wasn't, I don't know if it was Doritos or not, but some chip company had a contest for come up with the next new flavor. Did they do it? Yeah, or was it yeah something or?
0: like that. Yeah, somebody.
2: Yeah, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Remember that, and I'm like, oh man, what yeah. a great idea! What a great that marketing good. idea!
0: Good, good engagement. <clears throat> but right? I'm pretty the sure community.
2: someone did come out with mustard uh, flavored chips, and it may have been can't confirm this. It My may brother. have been Uncle Ray's, you know, Uncle oh. Ray's chips. Yeah, sure, they have all sorts of weird, wacky flavors. And I think mustard or maybe Coney, there's someone out there. Oh, mustard Dijon. Kettle yeah, chips.
1: That's gonna be kettle
2: chips. Yes, mustard Dijon.
0: Wow. Yeah, save that image, Jordan. Yeah. Um, wow. Respect. Dude. Maybe I'm gonna pick, some of, pick mu- some of those up tonight, too. Yeah. I like mustard. Unlike Rake from Jackass.
2: <laughs> Remember? <laughs> yes. <laughs> they poured mustard on him he freaked out. <laughs> uh <laughs> by the way, can't wait for the new movie. Same. Oh. Can't Same. wait. I think it comes out. Does it come out this year? End of this year? It
0: comes out in October or something. We got. Yeah, it, we, it comes out while while um while I'm going to be on tour. But one of the guys in the band was already. He already texted me, and the other guy who's playing with us and was like, "We've got plans." I think it's October
2: something. Mm. Like, Monica's birthday,
1: October twenty second. like, We
2: got plans on October twenty second, boys. <laughs> I can't wait to go see it. <laughs> and even if I do go see it before you're back here, yeah, we're going to go see it. We're going to watch yeah, it together. Yeah, so we'll, we'll watch it together. Yeah
0: that's great um that's all i wanted to talk about today do either of you guys have anything else no i don't think i do it's like a business meeting dude i conduct this like a business meeting <laughs> all right uh no, those are all the open loops from my end um is there anything you guys wanted to square so away i've
2: got meeting notes from everything that we discussed today uh yeah, so I'll what's your go up. forward yeah
0: yep man well well, it's been uh i mean you're a your family, man, you, you are your family to this podcast and Mm -hmm. to me and Jordan both individually. So it's, it's
2: always a beautiful thing having you in the building. Thank you so much. It feels like a beautiful thing to be in the building as well. Um, The building is metaphorical, by the way, it's not a real place, but I wish, I
0: wish you were in this building.
2: I wish you had a 5,000 square foot warehouse that you only did the podcast in and that was the building. (laughs) in one little corner of it dude
1: <laughs> he is in my new house that kind of that's kind of special
2: it is to me it's nice it is being here first remote. time you've been over there no no i've been here a few times now i helped jordan move in well when by the way quick segue when jordan moved here i was like oh it was on a saturday i think that he yep. moved in yep and i was like oh you know let me know if you need help and stuff and he's like yeah so we the biggest thing is like we got the piano and got him out the tv and so i'm like dude i'll, I'll be over so I didn't get here like right when they got here, and when I showed up, I got here just in time for them to unload the piano from the U-Haul. It was the last thing, and I got here, and he had a he had a bunch of you know family and you know everything over to help him, but um, I basically touched one leg of the piano as it came down and as it went into the house. I didn't. I just touched it. I, I made sure the leg was it. okay. That's all I did, and then for the <laughs> remainder of the day, I really didn't do anything and i'm like jordan i feel bad man like let me do something but we we ended up knocking out the garage
1: yeah we did the garage man that was a big help
2: during a hurricane outside um oh geez yeah. but yeah that happened with me recently i helped somebody move
0: into you know their their new house and when i got there it turns out he already had like three or four friends already over for about an hour previously mm-hmm. prior and um by the time I got there, I unloaded two boxes out of the truck. I was like, I'm sorry. Yeah. But I did arrive at the time that I told them I was going to arrive at. So,
1: you yeah. That's yeah, not on you. No. Yeah.
0: I wasn't the project manager on that. I was just a participant. You know? Right.
2: Yeah. You're not going to get doc pay for that. So, no, no. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. In fact, gonna... he gave me a snare
0: drum for helping. Wow. <laughs> Austin. Special guy.
1: Dude, we really needed your help on these two boxes. You know what? Here's a snare drum, <laughs> there's a custom snare.
0: <laughs> But to be fair, I was one of only, well, I was the only person who helped them pack their truck like a week before that. Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah. so it was residual. So it was residual I, back pay. It was residual back pay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was comp time. <laughs> right. Um. Will, thanks for being with us here on the Stouting Off podcast. We love you. And um, do
2: you love us too? Thank you, boys. <laughs> Asking me if I love you. <laughs> Is there anything you'd I like do. to say back to me? Okay. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>
0: Um, yeah, it's been a pleasure. You'll be back with us again, I'm sure. But in the meantime, guys, thanks. Hold on. Got to get my trigger board here, <laughs> boys. Thanks, as always, for listening and watching the Stouting Off podcast, episode 42. It's been a pleasure. We love you. Bye.